Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. We're so happy to have you here with us today. Uh, We're celebrating solstice today, and as part of that, we're going to talk about how we interface with the structure of this world, something people call the matrix. And we're also going to dig deep into the concept of holocymatics, which is a big word you probably haven't heard of yet, but we will dig into that just in just a little bit. Um, Before I swing into that, I would like to invite you to get to know yourself a little bit better. I've been mentioning over the past several weeks that I have put together a superpower quiz and people have been asking about, well, what do people get out of taking this superpower quiz? And so I thought I'd share the words uh, that Elizabeth from California sent me. She says, I've been doing a lot of journaling about my experience and reflecting on how I spent my entire life feeling like, quote, a stupid, worthless idiot because I have no, quote, unquote, left brain or rational thinking skills, and how I'm just now at 45 starting to understand and embrace my intuitive magic. My gratitude for you is truly boundless. So if you would like to begin to lean into and embrace your own intuitive magic, I would invite you to go to superpowerquiz.us and get to know a little bit about the gifts you brought in with you. So now that I've extended that invitation, I would like to introduce our guest. She's a return guest with us, Akurta Melchizedek, and she's a specialist working with the multidimensional aspects of DNA. She teaches people to access these codes in their holographic blueprints and recode them in order to live their highest potential. It's her passion to teach people how to heal their DNA and show how to clear destructive DNA patterns from your ancestral lineage, trauma, disease, and then recode for activation and alignment with your wholeness, your light, your mission, and your purpose. She works with the holographic body, sacred geometry, Akashic records, the crystalline grid system, and other multidimensional realms. Akurta is leading programs on the transformation of the 144-stranded DNA for the evolution of humanity and leaving a new genetic lineage for humanity. Welcome, Akurta. I'm so happy to have you back on the program. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Sophia. Hi, everyone. Such a pleasure to be here. Happy solstice. Today is a beautiful day where we really feel the encompassness of darkness and where those days become very short and we have finite light and what it really means to sit in darkness and how we feel about darkness. And um, I really love this time of year. It is my favorite time of year. I was born in this month and Mm. I just started a really deep, journey exercise with darkness and it's something i'd like to 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 kind of uh bring forward at the end Um, yeah i'd I'd love to hear more about that but i did promise the people we would tell them what holocymatics are (laughs) and i'm sure there are a bunch of people going out there don't just leave me hanging with this fancy word (laughs) so So, yeah so well, well maybe we should start with dna 
Let's let's start there. <laughs> so I feel that my mission here in life is to really bring forward a new genetic lineage of light through DNA. And this really means that our soul is orchestrating our DNA. Our soul light is orchestrating our DNA. And that our DNA is a divine natural access to past, present, and future. Everything that has ever happened is encoded in our DNA. All the infinite potentials and possibility are also there as well. Yeah. And so when we when we start to really understand the the our DNA as being a master ancestor for us, it, it holds all of our ancestry, not only our our human, but animals and planets and <laughs> all, all the different things our, yes yeah. that are related to us yeah <laughs> and our star family and so it is really a unique opportunity to start looking at dna instead of being bases and chemicals or a, a mapped genome it yeah. really is an opportunity for us to see it as as an op, a divine natural access where we can start to connect and have conversations, communion, yeah. just like we do with nature, but exactly. with our DNA, the light in our DNA. Yeah, even scientists now have come to realize that, that this quote-unquote DNA blueprint that we have out there is not this fixed, if it's, if it's coded in there, that's exactly what's happening, it, it, that it is actually influenced by our experiences and our, our parents' experiences and our grandparents' experiences, and that it is a much more fluid form of expression than they thought previously. Absolutely. And that fluidity is really what hollow cymatics is. Uh -huh. is that understanding that every thought that we think, every interaction that we have is recoded. It's, it's coded in our DNA. There's a memory log of it in here, right? Yeah. And we're also transforming and shape-shifting in every moment, right? You're not the same person you were seven years ago, and you won't be the same person you are seven years from now. And that... Uh, well, I, the, be, listen, before we even walk away from that, I'd love you to repeat that again. Because so many of us are beating ourselves up for who we were 15 years ago for some mistake we made 15 years ago. Well, if you, if you look at the person that you were five years ago, or even last year, I mean, just look at what we transpired on this planet last year and how that has affected you. And and what you've become, how your choices have changed, how you may be living your life differently. A year from now or five years from now, you'll be living your life in a, an entirely different manner. And every thought that you think, every choice that you make creates imprinting on your body. And that imprinting is light. It mm. is geometry. It is light in, in your, how do we hold on to these memories how how do we hold on to the akashic records 
there's an actual system that is built in of encoded light. And that is the holographic nature that, you know, we're really starting to dive into and really starting to understand that these are holographic imprints of light. And so when these holographic imprints of light start to, uh, we'll say, unfold, show themselves, present themselves as an opportunity to be seen, it's like a viewfinder. A viewfinder slips in and a new reality with that projected information is shown. Yeah. And that's what we're starting really to understand about holographics. And the DNA is your holographic device. Yeah, and it's kind of a good news, bad news thing, right? It's a, the good news is everything's in there. And the bad news is everything's in there. <laughs> well, here's, the, here's where coming in and understanding how to work with DNA, that divine natural access, because then you can dial in the experiences that you want to have. You can have alchemy with your, the light in your DNA and also the universe that's around you, the morphogenetic field. So our DNA is like a holographic projector. It's projecting realities around us. And then the reality is being met with this field fabric, we'll say, of the universe. And mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I see, this is, this is the form that's gonna happen. And then the energy just moves right in. This is what's so powerful about understanding sacred geometry is when you really understand how energy moves, energy loves form. Energy loves form because that's how it gets expressed. Our body is a form. Yes. This is how our energy is, it has a container for it to be expressed. And so energy wants to come into an expression so that it can be witnessed, so that it can create something new. This is how we create new energy. This is how we are source. I love oh. that. Ooh. So let's break it down a little bit for people who, who haven't stepped this far into the matrix <laughs> before. So what does this mean for me in my day-to-day -day life when I wake up in the morning and I put both yeah. feet on the floor? So when we talk about the matrix, first let's come up with some common language that we can use. So we're all speaking to, to, to a field that we want to speak to about the matrix because it's, okay. it's, it's, it's dimensional, right? It has right. a lot of layers to it. It's multi-dimensional. It's multi-dimensional. <laughs> yeah. But what we're, I, I think what, what we should speak to today uh, in a very, uh, how does this impact your life way is that, when we have patterns running in our DNA, programs running in our DNA, there is a matrix that goes along with that. There is built-in constructs. They are light constructs. They are energy constructs. They are physical matter constructs. They are thought constructs. They are emotional constructs. They are spiritual constructs, right? So yeah. we have cultural constructs. There's all of these different constructs and yeah we're one, not starting with a blank slate when we wake up in the exactly. morning exactly yeah and so these constructs are really the matrix they are the bondage that holds our true potential the truth of who we are this is the the place that we want to liberate ourselves from right break free 
of all of these past identities and constructs because they're not the truth. They were just a moment of witnessing. And so when we go into the DNA and we, we find programs that are happening, like if you have a, something that's happening in your life over and over and over again, like the same type of relationship, uh, yep. you're losing money all the time or what, you know, something like that. Yeah. Why does it keep happening over and over and over? No, no matter what you try to do, no matter what, yep. you know, you try to pick a different partner, but it still ends up being the same partner. Yes, right? yes. You're, you're talking about my, my classic client that when they show up, that's what they've got running. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And so what is that? That is, those are encoded memories in the DNA that literally have frequency to them and the frequency organizes your cellular structure, organizes your, uh, your magnetic field. And so when you meet people who have these similar type of frequencies, they line up and they're like, oh, yeah. okay. It feels okay, familiar. Let's, let's, let's do this again. But when you go into DNA and you, you intentionally look at these programs because they're, they're in different, we'll say, layers of the DNA, and each one does something different for the 12 dimensions of us having a physical body, of being soul and light embodied and having a container to express through, is that these programs can be changed. You can find them in your DNA. And I've, I've been doing this for seven years now, and usually when you find programs, people will say, oh, I can see that it looks dark or frayed or broken or shattered or torn in a piece of day oh it looks like tar it looks like right yeah goo and nastiness goo yeah and like oh, when you can clear that and then take different spectrums of light and geometry and recode that fabric to contain a new meaning a new holographic form the whole reality around you not only in your body but around you starts to change and then a new holographic information starts to come alive a new reality i love that can you give me an example from a client you've worked with or perhaps your own life of something that you've shifted through this process well let's take uh, i'll use my own life let's take um a uh, lineage of colon cancer okay so yeah. my my grandmother died of colon cancer. You know, my mother had all kinds of like polyps and stuff in her stomach. And when I was younger, I had a lot of uh, digestional issues. And so I really worked with that. And I worked with that through the DNA. I went to the places in my ancestors, in my original genetics, the, the gene sequencing, the chromosomes. It was more gene sequencing with that one. But, and I went and I looked and I actually changed the gene sequencing of it with intention, with geometry. When we work with different spectrums of geometry and uh, they, they do different things in the body, they, they hold different types of, of energetic memory, right? And when you use colors, colors have an encoding of different types of energy to them. Yeah, it's a different light, vibrational intensity. A vibration. Yeah. And you use it with your consciousness and you say, I am going to create this here. Then everything in that, in that area has a blueprint to follow and it wants to follow that. And so you're giving all of that energy an opportunity to shift and transmute because all energy wants to be liberated. 
it wants to feel alive. It doesn't want to be trapped. It doesn't want to feel like tar. It doesn't want to feel like goo. Yeah, stagnant and stuck. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's looking for the opportunity to be to become something new. Yeah, absolutely. It's like emotions. They want to yeah. move through. They're not something to grasp onto. They're messengers. They bring information into your world, and then you can thank them and send them on their way. Yeah. So all disease in that we get passed through lineage, our lineage, comes from a specific moment in time where our one of our ancestors believed in something that wasn't true. Yeah. And there was a, a trauma that happened, and when we pass it through epigenetics, generation after generation, and it keeps growing, it becomes disease. Yes. But there is a moment in time where that didn't exist, and we need to go back to those moments in time in our lineage, in our past lives, in our multidimensional lives, and rewrite the story and give a new blueprint for energy to follow. Mm, I love that. Well, we are coming up on our first break already. <laughs> if you're out there, if you're out there, those of you who are out there joining us today, there's no if to this. <laughs> um, I would like to invite you to grab your pen and grab your piece of paper and kind of look at those repeating spots in your life and see what's kind of bubbling up for you to pay attention to right now in your world, in this moment, and uh, Take a few notes on what those are and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break and we will dig into things you can do about it. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Influencers lead, but on Twitter, they also follow. Check out what the influencers are saying and talk back to us with your great ideas. Follow the Voice America Influencers channel on Twitter at VA Influencers. That's at VA Influencers and join in. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are 
you're listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea, and I am still here with Akurta Melchizedek. Um, before break, you were talking about how you had shifted some ancestral tendencies towards cancer uh, in your own DNA. Um, how, how, to, how to put this? Um, how does this all kind of string together? How does DNA, like we were taught about in school, correlate with multidimensional access? Well, first I, I feel that if we are gonna have multidimensional conversations, the understanding DNA as bases and acids, mm-hmm. you know, these coding mechanisms, we have to let that go. Yeah. It is so much more than that. And one of the the things that I feel is so very important is to recognize that our soul is is the omnipresent orchestrator of of your DNA. Absolutely. And when we allow ourselves and claim that power for ourselves that is our birthright to be the creator here. And that creator is this being that is infinite light, God conscious incarnate, right? In, um, in uh, expression. Yes. And that light of our soul that we are creating with, the, the thoughts that we're thinking, the love that we're we're creating with compassion that these are these multidimensional aspects that is those are actual frequencies right that vibrate out and based on the clarity and the sincerity we'll say the benevolence the loving acts of those consciousness that is really the creators of the quantumness, the multidimensionality, and and the quantum aspects of our DNA of light. When we understand that every thought that we think is not only being recorded for ourselves, but for future generations, it, it is of the utmost importance that we leave a lineage, a lineage of light, a lineage of love, a lineage of compassion, a lineage of thriving. Yes. Because we know what it likes to have lineages that haven't had that. That suck, exactly. <laughs> you know? I mean, if you look at any person whose family went through, um, uh, was part of like the Nazi, Nazi treatments, right? Yeah. If you look at any family member that came from those genetic lines, you can feel that you can see that it is it is epigenetics in there they have those stories of sorrow of pain of suffering of that treatment right or any indigenous person who went through 
you know, being uh, massacred, right? Right, we, or Trail we, of Tears. And, right, yeah. we, we carry all of that, and we, we feel that. And so it, it is of the utmost importance to decide to leave a different type of genetic lineage. If you do nothing else in the time that you're here, leave a lineage of love, leave a lineage of compassion, leave a lineage of a full expression of your soul as the liberation point for any of your, we'll say, genetics that come after you. It, it really shifts what I want to say. It shifts the priority of doing the work on yourself massively when you think about it from that perspective. Because I know culturally we're raised to kind of think of ourselves last and just, you know, push it down and press on regardless. Um, those kinds of dysfunctional coping mechanisms are perpetuated through our culture, especially in the U.S., which is where we're located. Um, and a lot of times, you know, your brain will kick in with these thoughts like, well, you know, it, it doesn't matter how you feel about it or what you think about it or, or that sort of thing. And that's reinforced to us in society. But when you think about the fact that this actually gets projected out to your offspring, to your family, to the ones that are closest to you, that, that puts it in a whole different light. This is not just your little problem over here in a silo anymore. Absolutely. And we get to create in different ways for our lineage. Yeah. And that, that is so important. And those, those things that you're speaking of, they're, they're not just losses of power, right? But they're, they're parasitic in energy. Yeah. And they create parasitic relationships where we don't learn how to be soul sourced and create source energy for ourselves. We siphon it back and forth. And this mm -hmm. is, you know, the state of affairs that the U.S. is in right now. Right. right. Well, and you see so many cords between people and the cords... A lot of people are hesitant to take them away because, oh, that's my connection. No, that's not your connection. That's where all the junk runs. <laughs> yeah, there are different. Yeah. There's different types of, of of courting. Yeah. Right. And there's there's courting from a parasitic nature, and there's threading because we're all threaded together as oneness. Right. right? Through, yeah. Through highest vibrational light. Right. There are. You know. That's what is beautiful about DNA yes. is that it actually shows us these these toroidal fields of, of threads of light that are all are, the are, interconnectedness of are the exactly is the master ancestor yes. you know to everything. It's kind of like it's the mycelial the light mycelial network that we've experienced under you know large huge trees, but it's it's in the morphogenetic field. Right? Yes. And so when we are talking about hollow cymatics of, of DNA, it is really understanding and uh, allowing ourselves to move into more of a, uh, a shape-shifting kind of nature that mm. our DNA is not stagnant, our energy is not stagnant, our thoughts, there's nothing that is stagnant, everything is energy is always moving all the time 
It is shifting, changing, morphing, alchemizing. It's always becoming something different, something new. Even though we think, and we look at things and we think that they're stagnant, right? Like a, a chair or whatever. It's not, yes. right? It's just moving at a slower density. So what we're moving into is witnessing how DNA is these this incredible moving light, right? It is. It has all these beautiful patterns to it that are like the patterns that are creating the holographic realities around us. But it is constantly morphing, and you know we think that that when when something is morphing. If you've ever seen uh, cymatic. Uh, pictures, those beautiful cymatic pictures of, of sound vibration, right? Cymatics mm-hmm. is sound made visible. Yeah, exactly. Really I've, making I've seen a few on YouTube, yeah, where they like put the, the speaker under the table and the sand makes these amazing patterns. Yeah, but they're getting so incredible. I mean, the cameras are getting like incredible. I mean, the lights, you know, all these things are becoming like so advanced that you can watch these incredible, beautiful frequencies, sound frequencies, move in and out of different forms. And that is exactly what DNA is doing. That is exactly what our holographic structures are doing through dimensions. And so that is really what holocymatics is through DNA, our divine natural access to understand these morphogenetic frequencies of light and sound and consciousness moving through dimensions. I love that. So I know you experienced 12 strands of DNA. So tell us a little bit about those and, and what they do. Well, the 12 strands of DNA are basically like a, a, a template for 12 dimensions of our, our reality, phys- our reality yeah. being physical. And so um, the, the first strand is really genetics, the, the actual pure genetics of something like a, a, a microorganism, right? Yeah, pure exactly. That, that, that's then, the stuff we learned about in school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The stuff you learned about in school. Exactly. You know, the second strand is really about the ancestral strand because what happens is like when you're, you as a soul, as light come in to be born and you come through the stargate of the womb, your mother's room, that, that is a stargate. You have, you have time travel teleported, right, from one dimension to another dimension to, to be birthed here in this physical form. Well, what you do is when you come here, you start gathering all of the, we'll say, stories that are going to play out. What is most important that is, is going to lead you to the fullest expression of your soul? Then you go into past lives. You start gathering all your past life stuff. And then, you know, the, uh, that's the third and the fourth strand is really the new memory of this present life. Mm. The fourth strand is this present life witnessing. And then the fifth strand is really uh, the unity strand. So it's like really where the physical then super connects with the unified field. And then we start to move into being a multidimensional human. Right. right? And then we start getting into understanding uh, we'll say archetypal structures and blueprints through mm-hmm. six and seven. You know, eight is is really this uh, data stream strand for me. And you can read any past, present, future timeline through this through this strand. And so, 
nine strands are really nine dimensional access. So this is why when we start working with uh, anywhere between the seventh and ninth strands, people start having uh, revelations of uh, being different types of beings, right? Yes. Uh, hybrid situations or are start connecting with our star family, different genetic lineages in our solar system. And then you get into the strands that are really more of the God conscious strands that hold all of our, we'll say, our birthright gifts. And everything that I'm, I'm saying is a birthright gift. These are, this having this type of, of full reconciliation with the genetics of light and being creators in dimensions knowing that we can bend space and time, that we are already bending space and time, knowing that we've already had teleportation and bilocation and remote viewing. And these are already there. We've already done that. We yeah, just it's, don't it's all available. It's just a matter of learning to access it. <laughs> exactly. And then we get into the, the, the 12th strand, and the 12th strand is really this uncorruptible strand. It, it is like the, the, the whole... Uh, um, um, uncorruptible I don't want to use the, the word God strand but source strand of our divinity of our soul yeah it's like the universal backup <laughs> exactly exactly and so what what happens is when we have patterns of distortion running through the strands of DNA these these strands stop talking with each other they're not clear in their communication right we understand particles and waves. It's just like the waves don't aren't in coherence anymore. They're not communicating. But when you bring them into alignment, you bring them back into coherence, and you understand that each strand has a tone, right? It has a, a tone of frequency, and you bring them into coherence. You have 12 dimensions in coherence. Then there is a 13th harmonic. It's like, it's like the soul ohm, right? And that soul ohm in 12 dimensions then unlocks 12 more strands of DNA. So that's what we're working with right now is 24 strands of DNA, triple helix. So zero pointing through the double helix. And when you understand zero pointing, and that's why darkness this time of year is so important because this opportunity to fully be uh, lost in darkness, not lost, experience darkness with, letting go of the of the of the body right mm -hmm. because our magnetics are in darkness is a great opportunity to understand zero point of potentiality right that is yeah. a, a void of creation and anything can happen there and it's, it's so it's so vast and it's so potent but it's so vast at the same time yes well and, and it's zero pointing through dna Basically. So so many light workers, I will put that word in quote, um, only think that clarity comes through light. But truthfully, when you look at like the dark night of the soul, which is how many of us find our path to start with, that's really the moment of clarity. When everything is deep and dark and quiet and silent and invisible, that's when you can really truly clearly see the truth. Right, and that's really how I teach holographic sight, is to go into the, the body and start to use your inner sight, to start scanning yourself and use that to find what can you see? What, what feels really dark? What has illumination to it? 
What do you feel? What can't you feel? This, these are clues, just like you're talking about, of where, where can I feel myself? Where can I see myself? Where does my blueprint get foggy? Where, where do I, all of a sudden I have really great, you know, usually people can really feel their head really well and they start to get down to their heart and then all of a sudden it's like, boop, everything goes dark. Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm, well, Signal disappears that? completely. Yeah. <laughs> so these are just, the, the DNA is moving into every cell of your being. And when we have these patterns and programs, they show up on the body. They show up in your cells. Yeah. If, you're slow, if your cells are slow, if they're overactive, if they, they're compressed, lumped together, if they're you know, not um, uh, uh, creating themselves properly, and we feel all of this on, my, on our body, but yeah. we're like, oh, Oh my, you know my. Oh well, you know it's that old injury oh, nagging oh, me. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so these are these areas that we can really experience when we are quiet, when we are in this darkness, and one of the things that has has really presented itself to me through working with holographic sight is that. There is a visceral spectrum of light that we see with our visual eyes, a yep. visual cortex. And there is a, another spectrum of light, like infrared and ultraviolets and bioluminescence and stuff, that is a light that comes on in darkness. And when you learn how to see both of them and you start to bring them into harmony with each other, so you link your visual sight with your, we'll say your first eye, your pineal yes. sight. That, that sight that you can see in the dark, then you have holographic sight in your waking life and you can see the blue principle of things. This is, this is how we start tapping into that. I love that. We are already coming up on our second break and uh, we haven't even gotten to what's the starting point. So I'm going to invite everyone <laughs> out there listening to us to hang on through the break. I promise we will start with that when we come back from the break. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you, and go out and live soul first. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. 
Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales with Akurta Melchizedek one more time, and uh, we promise to take you to the starting line. What's Where can people start when they're starting to work with their DNA? And I think it goes back to this dark zero-point solstice moment we're in. <laughs> exactly, and I think that this is a perfect, a perfect day to listen to our bodies. And that really is the starting point. And I would love for everybody who's listening, who is not driving a car or operating heavy machinery. Exactly. You had to park the car, (laughs) park the forklift, whatever it is. (laughs) Is to maybe grab something that they can fully cover their eyes with, really go in to a a full blackout. And so I'm going to put, my, I have these really beautiful things on them. Hang on one second. Okay. I'll let you shift. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I need to know where to get a set of those. Because <laughs> I need those when like, I travel, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, these are the best. And I really highly recommend them, especially if you want to start a, a darkness practice. Yeah. And so just, you know, lay down comfortably somewhere or sit up, but just really try to get something that covers your eyes completely. Yeah, I I know for myself, I'll use sweaters and t-shirts and all kinds Mm -hmm. of things to get into that really dark spot. (sighs) Just take a few deep breaths and just let everything go. And trust yourself. And give your your eyes a few moments to adjust, and they start to relax in this in this darkness. And you can slowly start to feel how the sensory aspects of your body start to calm. Your mind starts to relax. All the nerve endings of your nervous system start to relax. Your muscles start to relax. When you're 
eyes will start to adjust and a new sight starts to come forward. And it's like you can start to feel that there's a lot of dimensions through this space. And those dimensions that you can start seeing through your eyes are these dimensions that you have through your body. So just witness what your body is doing. Maybe you can feel your digestion. Maybe you can feel tightness somewhere. And maybe you can even start to feel how vast the darkness is. Because that vastness is all the spaces in between spaces in between our cellular structures. And the more that you can start to listen to that, the more you'll be listening to yourself, to your soul. And those spaces will start to guide you. Those spaces will start to tell you what's in alignment, what is in alignment. All the potentials of your gifts, of your divinity. This space will tell you that it's infinite and anything is possible. And so we're just going to take a few moments and we're going to allow our body to share with us maybe a vibrational tone and maybe you can hear something in your ears or fields of vibration in your body as your coherent soul frequency. And maybe you can start to witness other frequencies, like the moon, and ask for the original context of the moon. And maybe you hear a different frequency. And when you ask and you listen, all really is revealed. And so, just ask yourself, what does my DNA want to share with me today? Maybe you hear a word, or see a picture, or a knowing.
and just listen. Because your soul is communicating with you always, and it's communicating with you through your DNA. That is the very natural access of your soul source light and divine communication. And it's there for you anytime. And when you're ready, you can come back. There we go. Awesome. <laughs> and I encourage everyone to spend some time in that darkness because after a while, colors will start coming forward, lights will start flashing, and, and to just be in the experience of that. Yeah. I know when I was starting to learn to connect with my body, my higher self, this sort of thing, um, there were certain conditions under which it was much easier than others. So I guess what I'd like to share with everyone out there listening who's going to go down this road in an experiment is keep in mind that this may not work for you just sitting in your living room. It may work better for you starting out if you're in a pool of water or out and grounded in nature. So experiment with different places to connect like this uh, until you find the one that's easiest for you. And then as you become more proficient, then it becomes easier to connect in some of these other places that were not as easy to start with. So I would Beautiful. invite you to experiment and to not not judge any particular reaction in the moment because whatever it is in that moment is perfect and there's always another opportunity to try a different permutation. So I know that you brought a gift with you today besides this beautiful meditation that you just did, which by the way was an amazing and wonderful surprise for me. So would you like to share what your gift is? And then I'll tell people where they can go find it. Yeah, so uh, the gift that I have is a uh, recoding, an ancestral recoding of the first two strands of DNA. And so that's another really great way after you have that experience with yourself, right, is you become more of the orchestrator and you can lead yourself through working with the first two strands of DNA and understand and experience how profound your consciousness, when you give it direct, um, aligned uh, vision, how easily that it changes and flows and transmutes and becomes something different. Yeah, so because those visions are really instructions. They are. Yeah. They are blueprints. Every thought that you think that's a vision, that is a blueprint for energy to come and be manifest, right? To become right. form. So, 
so let me let me ask you something because everybody has a slightly different take on this right because we have this busy busy brain that will sometimes pipe in at odd times with things that are less than desirable what do you do to counteract the effects of that sort of thing happening well again that darkness practice is really great for that because it helps you identify what some of the sensory inputs are that are not are not desirable right and then you can start tracking the brain thoughts okay mm. and what i like to say is that i love you yeah. i love you i love you as you are i love this as it is i love you Sometimes that can be a big step. How do you get to I love you? Because a lot of this stuff is like, I do not want you in my life. <laughs> well, when we don't want something in our life, we start rubbing up against it. Right. And when we don't want something in our life really bad, then we start fighting it. Yeah. And we create a lot of that energy and we, we keep putting energy into the thing that we don't want to put energy in. But when we when we look at something and we say, I love this, I accept this, right? We, we have an opportunity to just let it move through. Yes. And the moving through allows us to start really paying attention to what we really want to pay attention to. But when we focus on something and we want to deconstruct it and we want to, you know, uh, fight with it or, or uh, make it different yeah. Make, yeah, make it different that is the friction that keeps us engaged in it mm. but if we just I love you thank you thank you yeah I, I send gratitude when I'm for example cleansing a house releasing entities this sort of thing it's mm. always gratitude thank you for showing us what we needed to know. Thank you for providing this experience. I am this. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't be seeing it if you weren't this at some level, right? Absolutely. So yeah. acknowledge that, you know, it's not all rainbows and unicorns and, you know, puppies and, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's, there's a lot of stuff here. And if we keep if we keep saying that we can only be positive, we can only be light, and we can only be this, and blah, blah, blah. Now you're not, fighting against what is again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not allowing ourselves to really see what's there. And yeah. giving ourselves the opportunity for a natural alchemy and transmutation, which I is just that. witnessing it. Absolutely, and sending it gratitude. And we're down to the end of our show already. Can you believe <laughs> Uh, so if you would like to get Akurta's second beautiful gift, you can go to SovereignSelf.media and her links to her gift and how to contact her will be up at the top of the speaker gifts page. And thank you to everyone who joined us today. I would love to hear from you. Send an email to AskZofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at TransformationSpace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first.
Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here.